everyone. Here's our sharing for Wednesday uh, from Ephesians 4. Hi. <laughs> yes, Shane is here today, and, and I am too. I think this passage is a passage we come to again and again because it, it gives a, such a clear picture of what the church is supposed to be. Like, it's not just some social religious group that just gets together, but it's, there's a very specific goal and purpose. And so in verse 11, we get the list of leaders. I think we'll come back to that. But what is the role of the leaders? And in verse 12, it's very specific. We are to equip the saints for ministry. As we engage in ministry, you know, towards those outside of the church as well as inside the church, the outcome is that the church gets built up. And the goal of being built up is that in verse 13, that we would attain to unity as well as uh, attain to maturity, to mature manhood. And the final picture Paul describes as the fullness of Christ. So Paul clearly lays out, this is the goal of every community of faith uh, to be built up to this picture. Yeah, the words equip the saints uh, stood out to me, how God views all of us as saints and just that, but we, we're not saints. <laughs> and yet um, this is what God calls us. And basically there's a gap. There's a gap between who we actually are and what, what God calls us and who he wants us to be. And because there's that gap, uh, we need leaders who's going to train us up and just that, you know, in every area of life where uh, we know we lack or we want to get better or we know there's like a higher goal that we're achieving for, we accept that we need trainers. You know, so we see that in sports, we see there's life coaches even. I don't know, but I think it is kind of a value that in Christian circles, it's it's been kind of... Downplayed yeah, or pushed aside. Yeah, maybe because um, there has been um, different scandals and kind of a breach of trust in leadership. But mm. And yet this is a picture that uh, the Bible gives us that we need leaders and I think we need to not... Um, give up on this picture of meeting leaders and authority in our life that could train us. Another reason why I think people push away this very basic you know, reality that we need coaches, we need leaders to help us in any endeavor in the church is that um, somehow it's like an over-privatization it's the American spirit of like individualism. I need to do it myself, and there's no one should tell me what to do. I think that uh, unfortunately has infiltrated the Western churches, so that when uh, like a shepherd is trying to speak into a person's life, uh, sometimes people are like, "Who are you to say?" But you know, that's that's actually the very ethos that Paul is describing here, and that's accepted in every other circle of life, whether it's sports or business. I think through the different roles of the leaders that is described here, we get a picture of what that maturity and equipping looks like. So we're going to kind of talk about some of them, but also it's easy to kind of go through this list and think like, wah, 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 wah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are all these specific roles? Apostle just simply means a sent one. So someone who is going out, starting new work. That's something that the deacons do as they think about what ministries can we do together. Yeah, new friends. Mm -hmm. A prophet is not just someone who like tells the future, that's called fortune telling, but actually in the, in the Bible, the prophet is someone who simply speaks God's word. Um, and they are being the, the mouthpiece, the best messenger, calling God's people to repentance, calling God's people back to a right relationship with him. Evangelist is someone who shares the good news. And so someone who just clearly shares and preaches the gospel. A shepherd is obviously one who cares for the people. And a teacher is someone who instructs and explains uh, scripture and how to live it out. One picture we get is that these are all ways that God wants us to grow as God's church. Um, to be a church that's continuing to share the gospel, you know, care for one another, train up and grow. We're speaking God's word and truth to one another. And um, ultimately, uh, we're not just settling, we're continuing to go out. It's like Moana. You know, mm -hmm. We were sojourners, we cannot stop being sojourners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Moana was an apostle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is God's vision for the church and for us individually, but uh, what can derail us? And just thought about in verse 14, uh, this is true of what happens in our day-to-day. -day. It says, um, so that we may no longer be like children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine, human cunning, craftiness, and deceitful schemes. And it's things that we've been seeped in all our lives, actually. Every wind of doctrine of the world that is godless. And it's all about ourselves, you know, and achieving. It's about material things, success, mm -hmm. competence. And we've been soaked in this our whole lives. 
and uh, not just external forces like this, but also um, internal human cunning and deceitful schemes. I just thought about how it's not just like um, people outside trying to attack us in this kind of way, but our own hearts can become like this. Mm. We have our own cunning and ways we've avoided um, mm. really surrendering to God and following His ways. Yeah, ways we're deceiving ourselves. So uh, I think not only are these ways that we can get derailed, but this is the very context in which we're being called out of. Mm-hmm. This is the life we knew, and God is trying to do a new work in us. Uh, individually and as a community. So all the more we need leaders and we need one another. It's so that we're not tossed to and fro. And I think this phrase really captures what our Christian lives can often feel like. Like one minute I'm convinced, the next minute it's like, forget it, I can't live like this. We're tossed to and fro. And God's heart for us is that we be anchored in growth. And mature. So the question is how? How do we get there? Um, And it's not just the role of the leaders. Um, In verse 15, Paul just expands it to we. Um, He says, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's on every Christian, Paul's saying, we need to do this thing, speak the truth, but do it in love. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's a, such a wonderful pairing because if you have one without the other, it's, it's, it's really harsh or it doesn't work. Like I think about situations where you get a lot of truth, but it's not motivated by love. I thought about the corporate world. Like we get truth from our bosses, they will chew us out um, and push us, but it's not for love, it's for money. And because it's for money, they're not even gonna tell us all the truth that we need in life. It's just in that narrow sliver of what's gonna get more product out of us. Um, like where, where can we find someone who's gonna tell us truth about our relationships, our character, like how we are at home, um, not from work. I think there's also many contexts in which we get only love, um, but no truth. I think that's just something bred in our culture that we just grew up in. Like you be you, or like- Be true to your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that is just self-affirmation. and if anyone is going to tell you something that counters what you want or is it that counters your desire, they're seen as haters, <laughs> yeah. haters, bigots, um, or just someone intolerant, you know, intolerant and, and not loving. That's not the loving thing to do to, to make someone feel bad. Mm-hmm. Another thing that verses 15 and 16 give us is just this picture of growth as corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, again, it's, it's an individualistic mindset of the West that um, has really swerved from this biblical picture of growth. Like we think, oh, how can I grow as a Christian? And, it's, and we don't realize that it's only as we learn to build one another up, learn to love one another, speak truth to one another, um, and be a body, a community together, then we grow, you know? And so it's it's not uh, it's an individual project. And the ultimate goal, um, it's being built together in love. Just wanted to um, point that out. That last phrase, builds yeah. itself up in love. Builds itself up in love. And how, um, you know, sometimes you could see our Christian lives even the community as like just an improvement project. And we want to do all those things, but the heart behind it, it is love. And mm-hmm. it's um, it's basically being that community that we saw yesterday in Acts 2, mm-hmm. where we're learning to live out our belief and our values, the gospel in these specific ways where um, people see and they are filled with um, gladness and God is day by day, he's adding numbers. Mm-hmm. And so um, just wanted to kind of end on that picture. Yeah, love has to be the fuel as we're uh, each um, just impacted by the gospel, transformed by the gospel. Mm-hmm. And also love is the destination, the, the final picture. So let's really strive to be a community that is building each other up in love, speaking truth to each other in love, and allowing God to bring us to the fullness of Christ. Yes. All right. All right. Bye. Have a good Wednesday. Bye. Bye.